Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, the founder of the far-right group, the Oath Keepers, sentenced to 18 years in prison for seditious conspiracy and other crimes. The longest sentence for charges related to the January 6th attack on the Capitol. Here are tonight's headlines. 18 years will keep Stuart Rhodes in prison up to the 2040s. The strong message from the judge calling Rhodes an ongoing threat to this country and its democracy. Rhodes is not going to be quiet. Rhodes has an opinion. Debt ceiling negotiations remain at a standstill just one week from a possible default. America should always pay our bills. A botched announcement, the Twitter meltdown during Ron DeSantis's much-anticipated run for president. And on day one, the Florida governor attacks Donald Trump. I don't know what happened to Donald Trump. This is a different guy today than when he was running in 2015. The shocking story of an 11-year-old boy shot by a police officer in Mississippi. Darian Murray was shot in the chest this weekend when officers responded to a domestic call at his home. His words to me was, why did he shoot me? What did I do? Traveling for the holiday weekend, we'll have the weather and travel forecast. Triple A says 3.3 million people are expected to fly, surpassing pre-pandemic levels. It's a 13-foot great white shark. They're thriving off the East Coast right now, and we'll explain why. And we go person to person with Olympian Michaela Schifrin, how she turns struggles into success. To be here now, it's um, pretty surreal. Good evening.
evening, and thank you so much for joining us on this Thursday night. We begin tonight with the first in a wave of sentencings of the 10 people convicted of seditious conspiracy for their role in the pro-Trump January 6th assault on the Capitol. Well, today, a federal judge handed down the most severe prison sentence to date to the eye-patched founder of the Oath Keepers, Stuart Rhodes, the 58-year-old leader of the far-right and anti-government militia, was sentenced to 18 years in prison for his crimes. Rhodes remained defiant, declaring himself a political prisoner. Well, prior to the sentence, the judge had harsh words for Rhodes, saying he led his followers during the insurrection in what amounted to domestic terrorism. The judge also told Rhodes that he presents, quote, an ongoing threat and a peril to this country, to the republic and to the very fabric of our democracy. CBS's Scott McFarlane was inside the court. He's going to start us off tonight from outside the courthouse. Good evening, Scott. Nora, good evening. The judge said January 6th imperiled American democracy and that Stuart Rhodes was a critical part of it. Then the judge issued a sobering warning about the risks that lie ahead. Stuart Rhodes is a Yale law grad, a former service member and founder of the Oath Keepers, who was convicted of conspiring to mobilize his own fighting force at the Capitol January 6th planning weeks in advance to raise money, prepare gear, and to ready a team if then-President Trump invoked the Insurrection Act, which Rhodes urged in a letter to Trump. Rhodes, who lost an eye in a firearms incident years ago, was also accused of leading a plot to stage guns as near the Capitol as possible January 6th. Federal Judge Amit Mehta called Rhodes an ongoing threat to America and handed down a sentence that'll keep Rhodes imprisoned until nearly 2040. It's not only the longest sentence by a good amount, but it was backed up by the court saying, you, sir, present a threat to the fabric of democracy. Rhodes argued at sentencing that he's a political prisoner, that he and other Trump supporters are being targeted by a regime. And he claimed the Oath Keepers were quiet professionals January 6th. In your opinion, this may have been targeted for the prospect of a future pardon? Yes, that's the only practical sense I can make of it. Now it's possible, of course, he really believes it and and that he's completely deluded. Judge Mehta warned Rhodes is undermining democracy and said we all now hold our collective breaths with an election approaching. Will we have another January 6th? That remains to be seen. In court, it was revealed Rhodes continues to rile his followers in jailhouse calls. Is he going to continue trying to galvanize people around the country politically? Only Rhodes can answer that. Late today, another Oath Keeper convicted of seditious conspiracy, Kelly Meggs, was sentenced by the same judge to 12 years in prison. Nora, that lays down a marker with several more Oath Keepers and Proud Boys facing sentencing for seditious conspiracy in the coming days, weeks and months. That's right. Justice served there. All right, Scott McFarland, thank you. Now to Congress. House lawmakers are heading out of town tonight for the long holiday weekend without a deal in place to raise the debt ceiling. The Treasury Department says the government is at risk of an unprecedented debt default as early as next week. CBS News has learned the latest proposal from the White House includes extending the debt limit past the 2024 presidential election and capping spending for two years. The holiday weekend got off to a rough start in Florida, where this funnel cloud was spotted over South Miami this afternoon as a low-pressure system moves across the southeast. Now, that system could bring with it some heavy rains, strong winds, and possible flooding. So for more, let's bring in meteorologist Alex Wilson from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Alex. 
Nora, it's going to be a very tough holiday weekend for folks in the southeast coastline. Unfortunately, a low-pressure system going to bring us rain, gusty winds, and then very dangerous conditions in the water. Rip currents, rough seas, small craft advisories are in effect. We've got those winds gusting at times 30 to even 40 miles an hour. Rain lingers in the southeast through much of the weekend, but especially soggy Saturday. Other parts of the country, beautiful start to the weekend. Boston, 75 on Saturday. We stay dry on Sunday across the mid west cooler across sections of the west even memorial day temperatures only in the low 60s hurricane season begins a week from today expecting a near average season but again nora have to prepare now it only takes one alex thank you rain or shine the unofficial start of the summer travel season is here with more than 42 million americans hitting the road the rails and the airports for the long holiday weekend Today is the busiest day for air travel, with more than 51,000 flights taking to the skies. CBS's Chris Van Cleve reports on how airlines are hoping to avoid a repeat of last year's turbulence. Jammed freeways and long lines at the airport. The Memorial Day travel rush is taking off. There's a lot of people. I'm from a really small place, so this is a little bit overwhelming. Since Saturday, TSA has screened over 12.1 million people, nearly 700,000 more than 2019. Airlines added thousands of employees since last summer when more than 45,000 flights were canceled. The biggest issue we have is weather and air traffic control delays. That's that's what we need to focus on. FAA staffing issues prompted airlines to reduce flying and cause delays at the Denver airport last weekend. You were very hard on the airlines about their staffing issues. A year later, ATC is still having its own staffing issues. Why hasn't that gotten fixed? Well, uh, look, we're going to own anything that's under our control. We're talking about 5% of the issue. We're hiring up, staffing up. Meanwhile, the airlines, uh, which are responsible for a much greater share of the delays and cancellations, have made improvements since we really put that pressure on them a year ago. Here at Chicago O'Hare, the airport expected today would be its busiest. Nationally, the TSA expects to screen even more people at airports tomorrow. If you're driving, AAA is projecting the peak of the peak rush to get out of town to be tomorrow between 3 and 6 p.m. Nora? That's good information, Kristen Cleve. Thank you so much. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is feeling the heat today following his glitch-filled launch of his presidential campaign. When his announcement was set to begin on Twitter spaces, it had nearly 700,000 listeners. But after a disastrous set of technical difficulties, that number dropped to about 100,000 once it finally began. Here's CBS's Robert Costa. And freedom is worth fighting for. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis fending off critics and scrutiny after his presidential rollout on Twitter faced technical difficulties. I was just kind of waiting for it to happen that it did, and then we went on and, and, and got it done. But I think the fact that Elon and Twitter were involved for conservatives, that's meaningful. DeSantis planned to highlight his candidacy in a live conversation with Twitter CEO Elon Musk on the social media platform. But that rollout staggered, leading to an apparent exodus of listeners by the time he announced. All right, I think we're broadcasting. <laughs> Man, I think you melted the Internet there. Governor DeSantis, uh, can, are you there? Can you hear us? I think you broke I'm right, here. I know. I think, I think you broke the Internet there. Although some DeSantis allies tell CBS News they were frustrated by the spectacle, others are brushing it off, looking ahead to DeSantis hitting the campaign trail to talk policy and take on the former president. 
I don't know what happened to Donald Trump. This is a different guy today than when he was running in 2015 and 2016. And I think uh, I think the direction that he's going with his campaign is the wrong direction. Trump called the campaign kickoff a disaster and sounded confident about his campaign while hitting the links at his Virginia golf course. I guess the Fox Bowl was good. I mean, the polls are very nice. Top national Republicans tell me they do not expect these technical issues to leave a permanent mark on the DeSantis campaign because he has enormous fundraising and field operations behind him as he heads next week to Iowa and then to New Hampshire. Nora. Robert Costa in Miami for us. Thank you so much. Well, tonight an investigation is underway after an 11-year-old Mississippi boy was shot by a police officer during a domestic disturbance call last weekend. The family of Adarian Murray is calling on the officer to be fired and charged. CBS's Omar Villafranca reports community members want the police body cam footage to be released. He's out of the hospital, but 11-year-old Adarian Murray still has bandages where he was shot in the chest by an Indianola, Mississippi police officer last week. His mother, Nikayla Murray, remembers the chaos and confusion while holding her bleeding son. He was, he started singing gospel. He started praying. We started praying. We're very religious. Did you think your son was going to die? At that moment, I didn't know. The Murray family staged a sit-in today at Indianola City Hall, demanding police release body cam footage of the incident. That's my child, y'all. I held him while he bled. Murray says her son called 911 after an irate ex-boyfriend showed up to her house. When officers arrived, family attorney Carlos Moore said Indianola police banged on the door and ordered everyone inside the house out. He went out of his room and went towards the living room. As soon as he got in the living room, he got shot by that same officer that told him to come out. He didn't have anything in his hands or armed? or Nothing. He had nothing. Moore and local media have identified the man who shot Murray as Officer Greg Capers, who once received the Officer of the Year Award. The Murray family says they're not going anywhere until justice is served. The family deserves answers, and they deserve it sooner than later. You had an 11-year-old boy come within an inch of losing his life. We tried to reach Capers but couldn't get in contact with him. We also reached out to the Indianola police chief, but he did not want to talk to us. The police department says they are not releasing that body cam video because it is part of an active investigation. Nora? Omar Villafranca, thank you. Tonight, a 22-year-old Connecticut woman is recovering from a shark attack. She lost her foot yesterday while snorkeling off the Turks and Caicos Islands. The woman was reportedly a marathon runner and on vacation celebrating her graduation from Yale. It is not clear what type of shark bit her. Officials on the islands say shark encounters there are rare. Well, as we get into the summer season, people are spending more time in the ocean and beneath the surface in some areas are great white sharks. Researchers are now on the verge of learning more about the mysterious creatures. In this week's Eye on America, CBS's Carter Evans joins a group of scientists on a research ship in the Atlantic Ocean as they zero in on the apex predators. Twelve miles off the Carolina coast, researchers are tracking great white sharks. One big mature animal would be a home run. Chris Fisher's O-Search has been studying these sharks off the East Coast for the last decade. We're seeing an ocean that's teeming with life like we haven't seen since the 40s or 50s. And he says it's led to an increase in the number of white sharks. 
CBS News was there when O-Search tagged its first one in 2012. They've now studied more than 90, tracking their migration patterns online. We know almost everything except for proving where they mate. So this location is that key area. Yes, we believe that mating is likely going on somewhere in this region about now. With bait in the water, the sharks emerge. At this point, we are literally surrounded by sharks. 13 footish, best guess is female. Oh! They're working like a NASCAR pit crew out here, fast, trying to get these satellite tags installed. They draw blood samples and perform an ultrasound all while the shark is awake. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I've never been this close to such a massive animal before. Seawater's pumped through her gills to keep her breathing. Can I touch one of her teeth? Yes. Yeah. Within minutes, samples are collected for 24 different scientific studies, including one testing hormone levels to see if she's mating. We'll estimate the weight based on a formula. Chief scientist Dr. Bob Huter says a healthy shark population is better for the entire planet. As we bring them back, then we set the, the ocean back, you know, into balance and, and reset the system so that we have the best health for not only for the sharks, but for ourselves. And now that there are more of these predators swimming among us, we actually need to retrain ourselves on how to play and enjoy a more wild, abundant ocean. Look at the ocean before you walk into it. You don't want to walk into a bait ball with birds diving on it and game fish on it because sharks are going to be on it. I mean, certainly if you saw a mountain lion putting a stalk on a herd of elk, you wouldn't walk out into the middle of the elk herd. So we need to approach the water the same way we approach the land. For Ion America, I'm Carter Evans off the Outer Banks of North Carolina. And you can actually see where sharks are with O-Search's tracker. It's pretty cool. I have this on my phone, and you can get a lot of information about each one of these sharks that they have tracked. All right, there was a security scare at the home of Britain's prime minister today when a car crashed into the gates. We've got the details next. Say goodbye to performance-robbing engine deposits with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Hate to break it to you, but lower-grade fuel can leave deposits in your engine that build up over time and leave your engine's performance severely lacking. Thankfully, Shell V-Power Nitro Plus removes up to 100% of performance-robbing deposits with continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors. Download the Shell app today to find your nearest Shell station and rejuvenate your engine with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Fuel up at Shell. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and your tushies do too. That's why Huggies is the number one best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit and 12-hour protection against leaks. No matter what kind of butt you've got, you'll feel comfy while your baby's mushy little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Get your baby butt in the best-fitting diaper. Huggies Little Movers. We got you, baby. Tonight, President Biden announced what he hopes will be a historic change of the guard at the highest rank of the U.S. military. The president today named General Charles Q. Brown Jr. to be the next chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. We interviewed the general just last week. And if confirmed Brown, now the Air Force Chief of Staff would replace General Mark Milley, whose term ends in September. He would be the first African-American to hold the top military post in 30 years since General Colin Powell. 
Tonight, a man is under arrest after driving his car into the gates of Downing Street in central London. That's where the British prime minister's home and offices are located. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak was in his office at the time. No one was hurt. Graduates at an American university got a surprise commencement address from a famous world leader. That's next. Graduates of Johns Hopkins University got a big surprise today when they learned Ukraine's leader, President Zelensky, was delivering their commencement address. Zelensky spoke to the crowd in Baltimore through a live video feed from Ukraine. He received an honorary Doctor of Humane Letters degree, and in his speech, all in English, he focused on the importance of not wasting time and the ideals of freedom and democracy. I'll never forget that. Alpine skiing legend Michaela Schifrin shares her secrets to breaking barriers and records in our latest Person to Person. We have a preview next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Finally tonight, an inspiring story of triumph. Michaela Schifrin became the most successful alpine skier earlier this year, winning her 88th World Cup. That is more than any woman or man has ever won. In tonight's Person to Person, we sat down with Schifrin to discuss what it takes to reach the highest peak. And now, Michaela Schifrin. Michaela Schifrin sailed into the history books, shattering a three-decade-long record set by Sweden's Ingemar Stenmark to become the best alpine skier in the world. You have broken more records in alpine skiing, not just for women, but for men, too. You are at the top of the field and your game right now. It was a record resetting season. It's actually hard to put a definition on that, what it means or how, how I really feel about it. But it's, um, it's pretty surreal, I guess. But her journey to the summit of the skiing world came with its challenges. How have you faced setbacks on the slope? Not every day in life is going to be perfect. And most people struggle more than they win. And even with me, we talk a lot about the records and everything that I achieved through my career. And it's easy to think that it's all been good. But I've raced far more races than I've won. Far more races have been disappointing throughout my entire career. And people do struggle on a daily basis. But Schifrin has turned her struggles to success, a message she hopes inspires the next generation of ski racers. The records that I reset this season, they're not untouchable. Somebody's going to reset those again. And the only way they're going to do that is with a support system and with motivation, work ethic, and their ability to explore themselves through skiing and make the sport their own. 
And you can see more of our person-to-person conversation with Michaela Schifrin tonight on the CBS News app at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at ParamountShop.com. These products are perfect for any fan of Evening News, and you can take 20% off with code EVENING20. That's 20% off all CBS Evening News products with code EVENING20 at ParamountShop.com.